resurrection assembly of God. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. The 13th of June, 2021. Guest speaker, Pastor Sylvia Boyer. God will do it. The scriptures are Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 3, and Acts chapter 2, verses 17 through 18. Because I'm full and God's Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is real in my life. So I want to just minister to me for a minute. Is that okay? And as I minister to you, I pray that you will be ministered to. Just another day. or being allowed to 
speak a prophetic utterance. I release myself to you that you might bless these, uh, your children, I pray this morning. Whatever their need is, God, whatever their hearts desire, according to your will, which is your word, uh, do it for them in the name of Jesus. Uh, and I will be always mindful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Someone needs to put their hands together and give the Lord a this morning. I'm in a place, Pastor, where I just want to worship. Ah, glory be to God. I'm in a place that I just want to praise Him because you don't know like I know. Ha! It's personal what God has done for me. So anytime I stand, and as I'm standing this morning, Pastor Lear, I'm reminded of God speaking to Moses on the mount, and he said, take off your shoes, for this is holy ground. Now, I feel this morning as I'm standing here that this is holy ground. Now, the Lord would say to you in this hour, worry not about the finance and where the money is going to come for your vision and the need of this sanctuary. He shall supply and meet every need, not only of the church, but for you and for you, for this divine appointment, and that's what it is. See, this wasn't by accident, but being here in Iowa for 20 years, not all my wonderful brothers in the Gospels received me as a pastor because some of those denominations said God hasn't called a woman to preach, but you didn't have an issue with it, praise God. And if God used an ass, oh, come on, somebody. How, how much more would he not use any of his children? So this morning, I love you, my brother. And I love all of you, my sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus today. So as I salute you, I'm mindful to salute my sister in Christ, Holly. Amen. God sent you. A wonderful husband. See, most women go looking. Uh, but you waited up. Oh, come on, somebody. The word says, he that findeth a wife finds a good thing. Now, he blessed you. He blessed you with him. But you need to understand, she's just as cute as can be. So you got blessed too. So, Pastor Lynn. Today, I bless you. And that word bless from the Hebrew Greek means to make happy. So I bless you. I make you happy. And all of you, I bless you uh, in Jesus' name today. To all of you visiting now, I want you to know I, I planned and I come with a script. 
But should God change that? Uh, for those that don't know me, the word is subject to change by the move of the Holy Ghost. It's that all right. So sometimes we have a plan, but we have to leave room, come on somebody, for God to bring about a change. So I'm going to stand here on this holy ground and let the Holy Spirit, I like that word Holy Ghost, I'm from the old school, amen, with a snap, amen. But I'm just going to allow the Holy Ghost to have his way. So to all of those that are visiting today via coming to, to see me, you need to know even though you came to see me, you came to receive from the Lord because that's what I've come to do and bless you. But I want you to know that, hey, you've come to receive a blessing. So since my relocation to Cedar Rapids, amen, amen. I thank you for that word that churches never close, amen. I'm, I'm a part of, I call it the, the tender bunch, amen. I'm 72 years old. So when we got together and I called him a little whippersnapper, I'm old enough to be Amen. So is that all right? So as I've relocated to Cedar Rapids, I truly have missed Iowa City. But my heart is just overjoyed with seeing all of those that have come out to just be with me this morning. And I want those visitors that have come this morning for me to just stand quickly. I'm just going to have you stand, those that came. Look at that. All right. All right. And I got two or three other texts this morning for one saying that they couldn't make it, but you're here in Jesus' name. So I'm excited. So you might want to say, or I'm going to, most of you might be thinking, well, you're no longer pastoring Gospel Explosion. You're not in that area of ministry. So what are you doing? Uh, you might say, why are you here? And, and I have a way of seeing things, even if they're natural, God gives me a spiritual connotation. And even though I've relinquished uh, the shepherding role, I'm still there. The keynote speaking is still going on. I'm traveling here and there. I'm officiating weddings. Uh, I'll still do funerals. Uh, I have a wedding to do in two weeks, so I'm still counseling. Amen. And I'll still, when sharing on 101, win a soul for Jesus because I love to go fishing. Amen. I'm always fishing and looking for those who I can lead to the Lord. So for that natural and spiritual perspective, I, I want you to see how the example of what I've just shared with you applies to Pastor Lear. Pastor Lear and my friendship developed in a bond. It was orchestrated. That's the natural part. First natural and then spiritual. Whatever is coming to me in the natural, I'm always getting a spiritual 
tidbit of it. So our friendship developed in the natural. So friendship developed, natural, orchestrated by God's spiritual. There are just some things we can't take credit for. Amen. No matter how smart you are, no matter how intelligent, no matter what your talent or ability, you have to know without God, it's not possible. So never think you're all that and a bag of chips. Come on, somebody. Amen. Keeping it simple for the young people. And then Psalm 118 verse 23 says, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in his eyes. As I stand here seeing resurrection assemblies, this is marvelous in God's eyes. And the Lord said again, I guess the Lord just wants to talk to you. I'm going to preach in a minute. But the Lord wants to say to you, I have not seen ear have not heard, neither has entered into the heart the thing that God has prepared for you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So you as the congregation, amen, get behind your pastor and First Lady Holly to be a blessing in whatever way God directs them to have, oh, I said something right there. In whatever way God directs them to have you be a part of the work, not you tell them what you want to do. Just going by what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amen. Because after 32 years of pastoring, amen, and, and I said before that I was a part and still am of the five-fold area of ministry that's found in Ephesians 4 and 11. If you don't know what the five-fold, but I understand you're a good teacher too. Amen. I heard about the teaching. But Ephesians 4 11 says, And to some he gave apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers. So outside of the 32, I've worked in every area of the, oh, come on, somebody, of the fivefold area of ministry. So you don't need a title. All you have to do is just love the Lord and tell him to use you. I'm going to get back to my script. Now let's turn our, teach, our attention to the word of God. Pastor Lear asked for a scripture so those that were read this morning of the Old Testament, Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 3, and the scripture in the New Testament, Acts chapter 2, 16 and 17. Those scriptures were in my heart as I was prayerful coming for Pastor Lear and the church body, but I see myself as a type in the Old Testament, or the Bible 
it speaks to us in shadows and types. Amen. So sometimes it, it's good. And come to Bible study. You need Bible study. Amen. So that you can learn. So many times through the Old Testament and looking at the Eastern customs and um, this Western uh, civilization that we live in, there's so much to learn from the Word of God. So those two scriptures came to me for who I have grown to know Pastor Lear is as a man of God and for me as the woman of God in the price that I've had to pay for these years of ministry. It might look beautiful when we stand up here and God uses us to go forth, but you don't know my story. You don't know what it is I had to go through to get here. Oh, but I made it. I've gone through to get to, and he says, I'm not finished with you yet. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. So I tell you, that's why I love it. So why these two scriptures? As you can see, I like to invoke food for thought. So many times as we stand and preach and teach, see what I love about Bible study, you can ask questions, but while I'm preaching to you, you can't raise your hand and ask me nothing. Amen. So food for thought, meditate on the word of God. Because God has called, ordained, and anointed leaders such as Pastor Lear, myself, and others throughout the five-fold area of ministry, and I outline those for you, but I want to give you, see, I don't like to take scripture out of text, but out of Ephesians 4 and 11, that five-fold area, then verse 12 says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come together in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Amen. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this. My sister, Elder Bernie, where are you? You're talking about a preaching machine. She's going to give me when I leave. If you want a sister to come and preach, she'll make the hair stand up on your head. And if you ain't got no hair, something goes on. Jesus. Amen. So the clarion call, that's what it is. The clarion call, it clarion means to make loud. That clarion call for salvation and deliverance has been put to our charge. Amen. And I know whoever comes into this church, they're going to get ministered through the word of God. Amen. And I want you to know, praise and worship team, y'all bless me. Amen. Where's that guitar player? You back there? Okay. If I come back, I'm going to have y'all dancing around up in here. Amen. My, my sweet sister here, what's your first name? Pamela? Emily? Okay, she, she remembers uh, Elder Bernie from PATV. She said, I used to look at you all the 
time we ran for how many, 12, 15 years on PATV. So she knew what she was in for. Okay, so if this is my first time, if I ever come back, we're going to be up, up. Hey! Because the praise and the worship is real. So I stand in God's stead, really coming this morning to encourage, say encourage. I've come to inspire, say inspire, each of you, every last one. I've come to encourage, I've come to inspire each of you to reach for every promise that's in the Word of God. The promises of God are yea and amen. If God said it in his word, he means that he's going to do it. He says, I'm not a man that I would lie. So when I get to a place that it's really difficult, Pastor Lear, I reach back and get God's word. And I said, Father, you said that you would never leave me nor forsake me. You said, no, I will be with you to the ends of Oh my God. And then my, my spirit starts to pick up. And then I go, oh, but nothing shall be impossible. By the time you start to teach and speak the word, the scripture says the word of God is not the even in your mouth. So stop running to him if you're coming to Bible study and you're growing. Stop running to him and go to him. Amen. Amen. So that God can prove himself to you. Amen. This last fiscal year has been devastating for each of us. Can somebody attest? We have our own personal things that we've gone through. But I, I stand here today being a senior. Amen. And, and uh, I have a group of friends that are seniors, and we call ourselves the tender bunch. Amen. So I'm tender at 72. So being a senior and approaching my mid-70s and going into my 80s, God is good. I'm healthy. I'm physically fit to do some things that most 72-year-olds can't do. Amen. 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 So we've gone through a lot, but I didn't contact COVID. Thank you, Jesus. Many did. Amen. That's something to just make me shout, just click both heels and expand in the air, because so many are not here today. I started to think about that, and then I began to do a little research, but since March of last year, 2020, there have been more than 118.7 million COVID cases globally. 118.7 million and 2.6 million COVID-related deaths. But God took care of you. You're here this morning. You're healthy. You've got the activity of your limbs. Your mind is sharp. That's enough right there for you to say, Lord, I praise you. 
And then going on through looking at these numbers, in the United States, 41.8% of the workforce was working remotely from home. In December 2020, 56.8% were part-time. And I know many of my friends, and even my daughter in California, and until schools opened, you know, everything was done by Zoom and being on the computer. Layoffs and businesses closing became the norm. Critical current event happenings were burdensome. And as I'm bulletizing these, these are things that affected me and I was heavy. For you members and visitors that don't know, when God calls pastors, we're sensitive to the burden and things not only in our personal life. Amen. That will go out. I'm so wild. I didn't even know. It's going out. It's going out. Oh, okay. There it is. All right. But we carry not only most times people don't understand we have things that are going on in our lives too but we're expected to still be available for everyone else so that's why having pastor lear and first lady when you have a shepherd's heart as i have gotten to know him you truly are blessed and then I noted climate change brought disastrous weather condition, conditions that gun violence, oh man. And it continues. Gun violence was and still is skyrocketing. So I'm sure you can add more to these categories than my list, but on the flip side of it, flip the switch. God can, say God can. God can. And God did, say God did. God did. Deliver you his people. Amen. Amen. So no matter how bad it was, no matter how difficult you think it is today, sometimes people just don't understand. You, they'll say, Pastor, you don't understand. Baby, to be this age and at least 40 years in the ministry, there's not very much that I can't understand for what you're going through or having gone through. Amen. Amen. There was so much I could have complained about. Pastor, check my time. Okay, because I'm going to. Okay, how am I doing? Okay. When, when I get to five minutes, do like that. Amen. All right, I got on the watch. Okay. okay, all right, you say that, but you know what I've learned down through the years? People that stand up and preach for about an hour, you know, and it's for sure it's not in the Holy Ghost. My spiritual mama told me about 30 years ago, she said, baby, always remember, the mind can only retain as much as the seat can endure. Can Amen. Sometimes people sound good to themselves, amen? They like the attention. But we want to deposit something into you that when you leave, amen, you can see a change that will take care of, that will take care of your situation. So now in our predominantly black churches and our spirit-filled churches, 
somebody right now is probably saying, what is the servant title? <laughs> she done went through the opening and she done done the outline of number one and number two. What is your sermon title? Here it is. He will fix it for you. He will fix it for you. Whatever your it is. Bring your it before you in your mind. Think about whatever it is. For those married couples, if, if you want to see God draw you a little bit closer in that love and intimacy relationship, say amen. I wondered about how things worked out for COVID with husband and wives. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Also, talking about how God will keep you. I divorced in 1986. And I'm still saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost feeling, fire, baptized. So when I saw that holiness up there, see, folks don't want to hear the word holy anymore. I'm one of those kind of preachers too, sir. Amen. The one thing I have learned. God will forgive us of all our sin. Amen. That's what I love about it. Many times I miss the mark, but he's right there when I pray and ask him to forgive me. That he picks me up and he says, continue, my Father, in my name. So he will fix it. Jesus, that name of Jesus, there's something about that name. Pastor Larry, there's so many blessed and talented folk here that have come to be with me today. I've got another spiritual son sitting out there, Anthony. Raise your hand, Anthony. That brought me to the glow. Amen. 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 They're going to get me. They're they going to say, Pastor Boy, you came and set me up. <laughs> Amen. But it's just beautiful to be able to see God bring people together and how their gifts can be used. The Word of God is so dear to me, and it has to become dear to you. I believe it's Matthew 4 and 4 that says, you should not live by bread alone. Man shall not live, check me out to burn you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now God had me to speak several or a couple of prophetic utterances to Pastor Lear. I'm a part of that prophetic Bible. He can believe in me as a woman of God, but when it comes from God, you can stake your claim on it. 
And God said he's going to confirm what I've said because it's going to show up and things are going to start happening. Just text me. You know why? Because 2 Corinthians 13, and I believe it's verse 1, says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Amen. Amen. You've got a blessed, prophetic man of God so that he Jehovah ah Jehovah he Jehovah the self existent one the I am he told Moses I am that I am sent me to the people hey who are you pastor boy I am so you got an I am sitting over there he Jehovah he's El Elion, God most high, sovereign God. He's Emmanuel, the God that is with us. He's El Shaddai, God almighty, the all-sufficient one. So I'm giving you these names so you won't have to worry about who he is. That he, who he is, is going to take care of your every need. I love this one. He's Abba. That means dad. I remember when I started Gospel Explosion in Colorado. Holly, I started with children. I love children. Let me tell you something. Don't, don't get upset when you're asked to help work in a children's ministry. It's not about being able to teach or minister to adults, but a shown up bona fide teacher, if you can teach your child, you're good to go. Amen. So I started in my townhouse just rounding up children in the neighborhood, and it grew to the point of walking them through salvation, and they started to experience Jesus as their personal Savior. Some things started happening for the parents that they weren't as bad as they used to be. And they were singing Christian songs and playing games, and the parents wanted to find out what's happened with my child. And as a result, them coming, seeing the change in their children, it birthed Gospel Explosion 1. We had an I Love You banquet, and all the parents came, and they were the nucleus of that first founding of Gospel Explosion in Colorado. So he's Abba, Daddy. He's my heavenly father. He's Elohim, God the creator. With him was not anything made that was made. He's Jehovah Jireh. We like that one. Everybody knows that means he's my provider. Amen. What do you have that you need today? Call on him. He is Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rahad. Oh my God, the Lord my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Come on, somebody. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my. Oh my goodness. As mama say, I get caught up like that and I have a hissy fit all by myself. <laughs> You know, Dr. Carl, raise your hand. Dr. Dr. Carl, 
he's a retired dentist and closing on the the property that I have in Cedar Rapids it was hit real bad by the ratio so Dr. Carl lives in Mount Vernon and I was with Dr. Carl for almost quite six months and and sometimes I'd want to have a hissy fit Dr. Carl you didn't know it because when you you in your own place you can just shout and you can just get ah but I couldn't do that, Tracy. He would have thought I'd lost my mind. So I say, Dr. Carl, would you like to hear a song this morning? I got so much bumping up, so I just start singing to him. You, you want to see this old video? But you just, it's like fire. And it starts to bubble up when you start to pray and worship and praise. So when I thought about Jehovah and the ills that he is, he's Jehovah Teniskadu, the Lord our righteousness. You know what? You all are looking at me and you perhaps I hope are being blessed by the word of God. Check the time, check the time. But when I look at that word righteousness, I would always beat myself up. And I come to find out that righteousness means to be in right standing. Amen. And God taught me how to forgive myself and not beat myself up the way I did before accepting salvation. So he's Jehovah Tamiskadu, the Lord our righteousness. He's Adonai, Lord and Master. He's El Rehi, the God who sees. You know, sometimes things get so burdensome on my heart for especially what's going on in the political arena with we people of black and brown and Asian culture. I get so burdened that sometimes I just cry out to the Lord. But when I looked at the God who sees El Rahi, I can remember Elder my mother or grandma saying, saying, God sits high and he looks low. Ah, God, no matter what you try to do to me, God still is in charge. He sits high and he looks low. Oh, come on, somebody. And sometimes you see people that are prospering and you wonder why you're not. Uh, don't worry about it. Just continue to do the right thing. I'm talking to somebody and God will come through for you. Amen. He's Jehovah Nekitzdu, the Lord who sanctifies you. Nekitzdu, Jehovah, the Lord who sanctifies you. Today we live in a society that people feel that they can just live any old kind of way. We've got to follow the word of God. The Lord says to love. The first commandment is, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love. Don't be so quick to judge other people. Just love them. Amen. Amen. And some of our young people, have they been there? Amen. Don't, don't always be on them to 
you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. If you've raised them and you've been the example, come on somebody, for them, they're going to. The Bible says train up a child in the way that it should go. And when it goes older, he will not depart. Hey, with mine, sometimes I just want to spank. I, I would want to just give them a, a backhand. That's what we used to get. But God let me know, you can't do that now. So I just want to reach out and touch them. <laughs> Amen. Five minutes. Amen. Thank you. See, Pastor Dr. Bernie is on. The last one that I want to give is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. If you're in the sanctuary this morning and you have any type of medical condition or issue, God is a healer. If it's not physical, it might be your mind. You need peace. Isaiah 26 and 3, I believe, says, Thou wilt keep them in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. At 72, I still walk five to seven miles a day. Come on, somebody. I pump some iron. Amen. Come on, somebody. So I believe, God, that I'm going to still be pushing my little cane at 95 should Jesus not return. Third John 2 is the last scripture that comes to my heart. The word says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. Amen. I see that communion is here. Amen. Do you still want the altar call?